Hey, and welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. This is episode 924. Guys, this is an interview that I did on another podcast with Jason Wright. I hope you enjoy it. G'day, guys. Welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. Going to kick things off. I, um, when I'm recording these interviews, I always do an introduction like I am doing right now. And sometimes, well, mostly, I just wing it and I get through it in one take, maybe two takes. And today in particular, this is probably about my 15th take, so hopefully I can make it through to the end of this one. Guys, today I am sharing an interview um, that I was a part of. It's not your typical power segment um, with someone where I talk about one particular topic. No, today I was asked to be a guest on another podcast, and the podcast is intentionally inspirational. And it's a podcast whose founder is Jason Wright, and he's a uh, digital marketing expert. He helps people with their online strategy. Um, and that's not really our topic of conversation today at all. We're actually just talking about um, where the world is at at the moment. And this was around the time that the COVID pandemic just came to be. And so that's really where we kick off the conversation. Really cool conversation. We talk about life and how to live a more extraordinary life. Um, a lot of my background and my story, I suppose, in there as well. And it's nice. It's a nice change to be on the other side of the questions and certainly um, coming up with those those questions and entertaining those answers, I think is quite interesting um, in hindsight. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Just thought I'd share it with you. It has been released on his podcast as well. And the link in the bio for Jason is in my show notes for this episode, episode 924 at thehiddenwide.com. Enjoy. What's going on, everybody? Jason right here with another great guest for the podcast. I've got Lee Martinuzzi with me this week. Let me tell you what I know about Lee. He's a founder of The Hidden Why Guy. He is also a podcast host. He's an expert in lifestyle design, a speaker, and a coach. Uh, welcome to the show, Lee. Yeah, glad to be here. No problem. Uh, do you really have 868 podcast episodes? I do. Yes. Holy smokes. That's very impressive, man. Uh, it makes me feel like this is my first episode. <laughs> That's a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I've been doing it for a few years now, So, um, but uh, pretty prolific at the start. A little oh, bit yeah. less prolific now. Oh, yeah. How many, were you, how many shows have you done at, at one, in one week? I mean, were you up to like five, uh, five a week at one point? Or? I was doing, yeah, I think five a week, four or five a week originally. Yeah. It gets, it gets pretty crazy, doesn't it? And then I've, um, yeah, well, life changed a little bit and my career changed here a little bit. So um, as that happens, it uh, it's good to, uh, you know, organize your schedule so you can fit everything in. Um, oh, yeah. But I suppose also I, I'm one who gets quite, um, no, not bored, but I, I just want to refresh things and it's good to have that change. I really like it. So I Absolutely. just mix things up and I've done that again this year. There you go. Well, I'd love to hear uh, a bit about your story, kind of where the, the entrepreneurship started with you um, and then kind of uh, up to where you are now. Love to hear that. Yeah, cool. I don't really classify myself, to be fair, as an entrepreneur. Um, and I might have that flair. Um, however, certainly I I started sort of this podcast journey when I um, was leaving the corporate world. I, um, I left there due to different circumstances and then I went into real estate and that's, I guess, real estate um, has been a bit or quite a bit entrepreneurial in its pursuit because these days it's not about working for a company necessarily. You're your own boss, you're your own brand and you go out there and source your own business. Um, so that's really where I, I began it and that's where I began the podcast as well because I started to listen to 
um, motivational talks, entrepreneurs, um, marketing podcasts, things like that to really help me in my business then. And then the podcasting journey just took off. I really uh, enjoyed the process of podcasting, um, blogging as well. And um, yeah, from there, it's 850 episodes in. Um, I'm still in the real estate career or business and uh, the podcast is going very well as well. Very nice. Now, what do you do specifically in the real estate world? I'm in sales. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Residential sales. Yeah. Gotcha. Very nice. So, um, you know, when you talk about podcasting and blogging, I have this conversation with people quite regularly. And um, do you find that content marketing works, that it brings leads into you, brings people into your world pretty well? Yeah, look, the podcast is is not related to my real estate business, to be fair. Okay. So I don't I don't use that as a source for um, the real estate business. I use the podcast for a source of uh, helping people, uh, inspiring people, coaching people potentially, um, which I do less of now because I'm really quite busy in real estate. Um, so it's just having that balance. And then I use the podcast to promote books and things that I'm doing as well because I like writing and, and doing um, that sort of work as well. So they're sort of two separate, but I guess where you're coming from today is trying to give some value to your audience uh, marketing-wise. And I think both for the podcast and definitely for the real estate business, there's marketing tips and tricks, I suppose, that you can use to help, help you know, bring you leads. And um, this day, it's, it's much, much easier than it was in the past, I believe, uh, with the technology that we have at our hands and, and the ability to reach a large amount of people. Mm-hmm. Do you find that podcasting is kind of a refreshing um, outlet for you? Is it something you really enjoy doing yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And that's, I think, you know, a lot of people um, have asked me and, and still do ask me, um, you know, about starting a podcast and my advice is always, you know, it's, it's great. A lot of people start it for a extrinsic uh, motivating reason, uh, for example, money. And that's maybe not why I started. Maybe, I, you know, you might start it for the fame or the popularity you could get. Um, but these things, you know, that's, it's not a walk in the park as such. So you really have to have that intrinsic underlying factor as to why you enjoy it. And, um, fortunately enough, when I started my podcasting, I really started to enjoy just the process of interviewing people, the process of doing research, reading books and sharing my own thoughts on those. Um, and that's why I've been able to sustain it over the last few years. Whereas you can see out there, there's a lot of podcasts that start and then they, they sort of finish after you know, a, a few months or a year or something like that because they don't have that internal factor as to why they're doing it. And uh, if you're missing that, then you're going to, you're not going to sustain it. No, absolutely. Um, I was just talking to somebody recently that's uh, working in corporate America and, or working in, you know, the corporate world and uh, making four or five episodes a week, just all the spare time's going into podcasting. And I'm like, you know, what are you, what are you trying to get out of that? Like, what's your motivation and they said money. And I said, okay, what's your plan to make money with that? And they're like, I have no idea. Hmm. And it's, it's like, man, I, I hope you can sustain because uh, with that mentality and that lack of direction, you're, you're probably going to burn out at some point. So absolutely. You know, it's, it's like, uh, I think I heard the average podcast makes it seven episodes. Oh, there you go. You know, people just <laughs> give up. Like that's not, that's not that much work. Like seven episodes. That's not very, it's not very hard to do, but you know, if it were easy, everybody would do it well, and they don't. So, no, and look, and I think the, um, you know, like anything in life, I, th- I think it's great. I'd encourage anyone to go out there and try it. I think try everything you can. I think more experience and more variety you have in life, the more likely it is you're going to find a, 
a niche purpose, something that gives you meaning. And I don't believe we have a hidden purpose in life. I think we have to go out there and search for it. True. And hey, look, if you if you try something like podcasting and seven episodes in and you need to look at it and go, you know, I'm at seven episodes. It, it still does take time, you know, every week. Um, certainly I've had that question um, last year, whether I should continue or not. Um, but it always comes back for me is the underlying factor for me is, is the joy, the growth I get out of it personally um, is significant. So I don't want to stop that. And it, it really I've fine-tuned it now where it doesn't take up a big chunk of my time. You know, I can dedicate, this is my day that I dedicate to podcasting. Mm-hmm. I can dedicate that time to it. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, go out there and try it. And like anything, if it's not working, if it's not bringing you joy, if it's if it's not satisfying, um, then move on. But that's when you start to realize, you know, are you chasing the right thing in life? Yep. I'm a big fan of that as well. You got to try stuff. You have to have actual experiences to know what you think. You can't just live in theory land forever. You got to actually do some things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So where did the name, the hidden why guy come from? It's an interesting name and it's really uh, attention grabbing. I'm kind of curious about that. That's um, a great question. It's something that uh, doesn't often get asked. And I did an episode on that <laughs> as to why the name came about. The um, the symbol, I'll start with the symbol, the question mark. You remember Batman and um, Riddler? Yeah. I'm a big Batman fan and he had the question mark yep. around the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of where the question mark comes from. The hidden why itself is, uh, this is real estate related. Um, when you're speaking with a client and they're looking to sell, um, really to be able to assist them the best in their journey is to understand the hidden why, the reason, the deep reason for them moving. Um, because if you can't connect with that, um, when you're negotiating contracts and things like that, it's very hard Um to, I guess, assist them with their decision of selling. Um, so that's where the hidden why came from. And then that really made me think about the hidden why for everyone. What is the underlying why, the underlying motivation for us to do anything every day? Um, and that was, that's the search, I suppose. Yeah. No, it got my attention because uh, where my mind went right away was kind of the hidden why behind everything we do. And uh, I've quit corporate America twice. The first time I quit because I want to control my time and no cap on my income. And my motivation was really money. And I failed horribly. Really, really bad failure. And the second Mm. time I quit, I wanted control over my time. And I wanted to be able to pay my bills. But I wanted to do something that I was good at, that I enjoyed, where I could impact other entrepreneurs. And that's what I found now. And it's uh, something I think I can do the rest of my life. It's something that... uh, you know, I'm in it for the right reasons. So that's kind of where my mind went when I when I was looking at the title of that uh, earlier today, just thinking about it a little bit. It's mm. kind of it that could uh, spur up things in different people's minds. You know, I think it's good. You know, that little question of why. I think it's a good mm-hmm. question to ask about a lot of things in life, and I think a lot of it's just go through the days and and we we never give ourselves because we're so busy. You know, we're always everyone's in a, a constant chase for more. And I think that's becoming more prolific as we get uh, high quality or standards of living. And um, we never really give ourselves, ourselves that time to stop, pause and, and really ask ourselves why and what it's all about and um, think about that because at the end of the day, we're going to die and um, that sounds a bit morbid, doesn't it? But um, we will. It's, it's going to come to an end at some point. Um, and likely for most of us, um, we won't be remembered beyond a certain point 
the significance of what we do in our life is probably not as great as we would like to, it to be or think it to be. Um, so it's important that whatever moments you have, you're doing it with stuff that really has meaning and, and you know, purpose to you and is, is doing good things not for yourself but for people around you as well um, whilst you're here. Absolutely. And you kind of hinted at this a little bit earlier, but uh, with the real estate or anything that you're doing, have you ever had thoughts of like, am I doing the right thing? Is this, is this the right path for me? It doesn't sound like you're scared to pivot or make adjustments. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I've done that. I've done that in real estate already as well. Um, and I'm, I'm back into it. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think it's, it's good to ask yourself that, you know, and um, Steve Jobs had a commencement speech once and he, he said in it, and it's, you can look it up, it's a great speech, and he said, um, you know, if you wake up day after day for, for a you know, period of time, there might be a week or a month or a year, whatever it is, if it's, if it's you know, for me, if it's a month or a year that you've been doing that, it's a clear sign that something needs to change and then it's a clear sign that you need to continue the search. And I think that's what it is. It's, it's a, the journey of the search. And I think there can be a lot of um, joy found in that journey. And um, I would not be afraid to pivot because I think that's what we, we really all need to do. And if we look at an underlying motivator or reason why any of us do anything, and I've searched for this and I could be absolutely wrong, but I believe we are all searching, regardless of what we do day to day, we are all searching for a greater sense of happiness. Whether you're making a cup of tea, going to work to earn some money, going out to, to drink for the night, whatever it is, you're doing these things because you believe they will bring you happiness. And only until you dig, you'll understand that. And so I think that's why we need to question ourselves and say, okay, well, if I'm in real estate right now, I'm doing this day to day, you know, it's, it's not really giving me that satisfaction that I thought it might. Um, once you start questioning that, you might realize that, Hey, maybe it's not for you and there's no reason why you can't change. And if you do change and it's not right for you, there's no reason why you can't go back. No, I love everything you just said. And I, I really, uh, I do agree with that. What makes me sad just for people in general is, you know, if I had to guess how many people are actually uh, living the life where they pursue their why versus the people that are simply pursuing dollars, I'd venture to say that most people are pursuing that paycheck because they quote unquote have to, they have no choice. Hmm. So when I was in the corporate world, one thing that always kind of haunted me anywhere I went was it like 98% of people I was working with, um, you would talk to them a little bit and they would tell you something they always wanted to do or wanted to try. You know, maybe it was in a completely different industry and you're just like, why don't you try it? And they say, I can't. They just have this mentality that uh, they're a slave to their circumstance, but what they don't realize it's all in their head, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I, I think we'd have a much happier world if, if people took a few more chances and, uh, you know, took risks and, and tried some things out. You know, if you want to be an elementary school ed teacher and it's a big pay cut, well, try it if you think it might make you happier. Because like you say, at the end of the day, uh, the happiness is, is really the, the biggest motivator and the most important thing to us. Why do you think people won't? Fear. Fear. I think it's always fear. It's always, And really what it boils down to, it's fear of the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, people. Yeah, and what, what's the underlying thing there? Like with fear, like what is that fear? Why does fear stop us from 
Well, I think a lot of people are like, you know, maybe with, with money, like I make X and if I do this, I might make half of that or I might make less. Then I can't pay my bills. Then everything will fall apart. I think that's that's the way that a lot of people think. Yeah, know, so like, see, this is this is the thing, isn't it? Like, because it's and and it's absolutely true, and it's fair. I, I get it. Anyone would get it, but the fear, the the reason why we don't do things is to avoid suffering. Yeah, and the reason why we're doing things is for that search for happiness. And you know, I I'm, I'm switching my my beliefs around this um, just recently, really. But regardless of what you're doing in life, regardless of who you are. There's going to be suffering. There's going to be a level of happiness. Um, and so what we're doing is we're saying, well, if I I don't like what I'm doing here, but if I leave it, then I'm going to have, it's going to be painful. It's going to be sufferable. And that's not good. But instead we suck up the suffering that we're having by doing what we're doing. So either way, you're going to have the same, the same balance, but it'd be better to go out there and try to do something that might bring you a, a greater sense of joy um, and potentially less suffering after you know the process of of making the change because that's really when most of the the pain comes is is in that initial change and that could be a change that extends for a year it could be change that extends for a day you know depending on what you're doing but um it will all pass and it'll all balance out and we'll all go back to a level of happiness that we're consistent with and that could be you know from one to ten a level of seven and here's a conversation I've had with people many times and, you know, they'll describe their, their, their day job or their life. And, you know, maybe it's where they live or what they do or, or whatever. And you can tell by talking to them that they're already miserable, right? The situation can't really get much worse, but they're scared to try something new because somehow they think it'll become even worse. And hmm. a lot of times I think people could, if they would just realize that, Hey, I'm already in my worst case scenario. So I can only really go up from here. I think a lot more people might do some things differently. Yeah, yeah, and look, it's they're hard decisions, aren't they? Um, yeah, and and you might not be in your worst case scenario, but you know what what could ultimately? I remember Tim Ferriss talking about this, the worst case scenario, and if you look at it and go, okay, well, if I make this change in careers, and I'm not going to be earning the same thing, and and maybe what I what I do, you know, my side hustle might not work out, and I might not be able to make things, and I might have to uh, sell my house and and rent or worse live on the streets um you know and really when you when you really dig how bad it could get you start to sort of laugh i suppose at yourself of how ridiculous it actually sounds yeah Um, (laughs) because it's probably not going to get that bad for most of us you know yeah um and even if it does there's probably some valuable lessons in that process too that will help you in your next pursuit yeah there's nothing like good old-fashioned life experience yeah no absolutely not Absolutely not. So for anybody listening, I'd be just curious to get, and I'm kind of rewarding this a bit, but what three tips would you have for anybody listening who maybe hasn't found their true calling yet? Like what advice would you give them? Uh, that's tough. Um, I would just say keep searching, number one, yep. and, and don't give up that. And um, I would say also uh, forget, as Arnold Schwarzenegger once said in a conference I saw him speak at, forget the naysayers. Yep. Um, and I think the naysayers is not just external parties. I think it's yourself as well. Oh, yeah. Forget what you think about yourself. Forget your story um, in that process. So go search. Forget all that. Um, and then and then just really give yourself some space. Give yourself some silence in all that because 
I have and I still am prone to it is this constant need for being busy and I'm a busy person, which is fine. I've got a high work ethic and I can't sit still for too long. But um, it's, a, it's a cause of pain in my life because I don't get to sit there and ask those questions about what's important and why and I have this level of anxiety and stress that I'm not achieving and not reaching my goals and this constant level of desire increases and that causes a lot of pain. But if you can just slow down a little bit, pause and reflect on what you're doing and why, um, you can sort of forgo all that, that, um, that chase, that desire and actually start to enjoy um, each moment a little bit more. And I think in that, whether you're doing something that you really enjoy or whether you're doing something that's just necessary but not really that joyful, which there's always going to be, um, you can actually still find a level of calmness in those moments. And I think that's why we need to pause a little bit and have that time for ourselves to reflect and give ourselves a bit of space rather than constantly chase and constantly try and add more to our list to try and constantly um, achieve more desires. No, I, I think that's really well said, and you'll find this interesting. So if, if I go on a vacation with my wife, say we go to a beach, a warm place, she's the one that likes to lay on the beach all day. I'm good for about yeah. an hour, and then I start feeling uh, like I need to be doing something productive. Like I can't, can't handle it, can't sit still. Hmm. So last year, we went on our first cruise, and there was like a three- or four-day period where uh, there was absolutely no cell coverage or Wi-Fi or anything like that. Like you could have bought it, but we didn't. And uh, I had handy. to be forced to disconnect from my business and my my world that I'm so connected to. And at first, like the first day, it was like freaking me out. I'm like, oh, man, I just couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about it. And I was like, yeah, that's, that can't be healthy. Like I got to be able to un you know unplug. And then what I found is over the next few days, I just kind of forgot about it and just kind of settled into the moment. And it was a much slower pace and I could actually hear my own thoughts for the first time in a while. It was actually mm. really nice. And I was like, you know what, since I've done this once, no matter what's going on in the future, I know I can do this again. I mean, people do it all the time. So mm. I had this crazy idea. I wouldn't have a business to come back to, which was completely false. So it was, uh, it was really nice to kind of quiet down the mind a little bit, you know? Yeah. Imagine if you gave yourself that time daily, you know? Oh Just yeah, for twenty minutes. It's um, it's powerful. Hmm. It is one thing I, I do uh, since then. Uh, still, is I break up my day a lot. So um, I'm not an early riser at all. I'm a night owl, so I don't do any meetings before ten a.m. because it's just I'm just not happy, and it's it causes stress, and it's just not it's not something I want to do. And throughout the day, no matter how busy I am, I don't sit down and work for like twelve hours straight or anything crazy. I break it up work for yep. hours, you know, work from home, get up, walk around, go outside. Because if you don't break it up, you're going to burn out or you're going to start operating at a, a fraction of what you're capable of. And that's no good either. So I would rather mm. just be fresh all the time. And I find that I actually am more productive and have a better balance. So it's a, it's a good life lesson for me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I think it's, it's a good way to schedule yourself and give yourself that time in between and um, it's incredibly difficult, but yeah, the benefits of slowing down a little bit and understanding that you don't have to do everything you're doing is probably quite powerful in, in your progress. Oh yeah. Sometimes you got to slow down to go faster, you know? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you've got all kinds of cool things going on. Uh, we're here in January of 2020. What's next for you? What are you looking forward to in the next six months? Uh, expanding my real estate business is definitely something that's exciting me. 
Um, as far as my podcast and writing, I have a book that's about to be launched called The Ultimate Life Map. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that's. It's been quite a process because I, I got a little bit carried away last year with other things and it slowed the process of uh, getting that released out. Uh, but that's coming out, so that's that's cool. And then I um, I really look forward to this year uh, working on another book and writing that. Um, so it's just trying to find you know and create that that space that allows me to do that as well. Um, so that's that's the three things that I'm really looking forward to over the next six to twelve months. Very nice, very nice. If somebody listening is interested in, in learning more about you, Lee, or your company or companies, uh, what's hmm. the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, just head on over to thehiddenwhy.com, thehiddenwhy.com. Very nice. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today. Uh, enjoy picking your brain and, and hearing your thoughts on things, and uh, thank you for being a guest. Thank you for tuning in and listening to today's conversation. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've been able to take something away, something to help you create a more meaningful life, a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Guys, if you love the content that I produce here at The Hidden Why, there are a few ways you can support me. Firstly, connect with me. You can do so in a number of different ways. You can connect with me online at thehiddenwhy.com or via social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to connect with you. If you've got any thoughts, comments, feedback, suggestions, or anything at all that you'd like to ask me, you can reach me at thehiddenwhyguy at gmail.com. While you're there, guys, make sure you subscribe to thehiddenwhy.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can be kept up to date with all the new episodes and happenings here at The Hidden Why. If you love what you heard in this episode, guys, or any of the others, please share the love. Share it with your family, friends, and anyone you think that might get some value. If you haven't already done so, you can also leave me a review on iTunes. Simply head over to iTunes, type in The Hidden Why, click the Ratings and Reviews button, and leave me a short message plus a one to five star rating. It helps me reach more people. Once again, guys, I appreciate the time you've taken out of your day to support my show. Until next time, you know what to do. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose, and in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is the Hidden Why Podcast. My name is Liam Mundelzee. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.